Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. Special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. We have a special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. Special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. We just get started. Welcome to the show. Special guest in the building, comedian Loose Cannon, with another Loose Cannon moment. I'm your host, TJ Chapman. What kind of tea you sipping on, Sam? AD, what are your thoughts? 
It's getting late, y'all. It's time for the chocolate letter. This is definitely for the grown and sexy. It's time for another refill, y'all. Don't go anywhere. So keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Get ready. We're online. You're listening to the hottest internet station on the Culture Radio Network. Five, four, three, two, one. The DJ Chapman Show. What's happening? What's happening? Family, it's your main man, TJ Chapman. Back with another episode, and like this and the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about social injustice in America. Mm -hmm. And just when you thought it was over, it ain't over. It ain't over. And, and tonight is just one of them times where, you know, enough is enough. What needs to happen, you know? And so I decided to, you know, bring in a couple of uh, special guests who can actually, uh, you know, actually have some, some, some inside um, intel, per se, um, things they've heard, things they've seen, and just to get their opinions on what, um, what has happened with this whole social injustice, a.k.a. the justice system, they call it. And so... Uh, As I like to call it the injustice system. The injustice system. <laughs> and, and, and joining me, like each and every week, my beautiful, talented co-host, she rocking the fro. I know. Going I to throw it up. Going, going to throw it up. You know, I got the Bam. Going on Just like that, duh. Yes. Morgan Williams in the house. What's up? What's up? And I already told you, I, I love it when you rock your natural. I know. Yeah. And, you, and you're I'm doing trying. it. I love it when black women rock their natural hair. I'm trying to hair. get into it, you know? Some of y'all been wearing that plastic stuff so long, we forgot how beautiful your hair really is. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. listen I, don't think y'all ain't going to see no wig no more. Because <laughs> I'm going to wear my wig. Okay. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there he is. Um, so we're going we're gonna to get right into the show, man. Um, make sure you grab your glass of wine, your cognac, because uh, this show is... Um, Definitely going to be very interesting, uh, the least to say. And, um, and, and joining me tonight is a very, very uh, great friend of mine. And uh, he, he's, been, he's been in uh, law enforcement um, on the correctional side. Uh, joining us tonight on the black couch on blackout night. And it's all black. And it's you all black. The people are we're all black. You know? Jose Gonzalez. Jose Gonzalez. Welcome to the show, brother. I appreciate you having me, man. I'm, it's been a long time coming, man. Hey, I told you I would get you on. It was just, it was just yeah. a matter of time. And who, who would have thought it would have been this time? Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's a crazy time, man. I think uh, something's got to give, bro, because, um, I mean, you see it. It's all over. You can't even turn the TV on, and all you see is people dying, mm -hmm. you know, cops doing what they're doing, all this looting. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm... I'm I'll be the first to say, man, I've been on both sides, and I think the protesting and the the uh, the rioting and, and all that violence, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm kind of with, because I think It's just like it gives you, it's like you get this, it, it gives you this feeling like. It's like a, yeah, like a proud, like, like a. You can tell yeah. that, you know, people are really just weak. They're tired, tired of it. They're tired. They fed up. It's, fed it's up. just like a bully. Now, like, it, it yeah. is unfortunate that, you know, there are criminals or people who have will intent that are taking advantage of yeah. this moment. But it, I think that uh, we have we have to not let that, like, overshadow 
the people yeah. that are out there for the reason that they're out there. You know what I mean? It's for this injustice. So I know me personally, I'm I don't care to point out with the riot with the people that are you know with, with well, ill intent. You know I what think I mean? It's good right. Because I, it's like when you're in school and you got a bully. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I said violence is necessary if you have a good cause because mm -hmm. if if we're vi we're fighting for you know our rights and, mm -hmm. and, and, and the, you know to just be treated like know, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, like we're human beings. And we ain't asking for and, no we ain't asking for nothing else. Nothing crazy. I feel crazy. the same way right. you feel, and me and you spoke about this early on, and. It's, right. For me, you like music to my ears because a lot of us feel exactly how you feel. We don't condone the riots. You know, right. I'm, I, I said that I would say something a lot of people feel. We don't condone the riots. But right about now, we agree because we done kumbaya we done marched, I mean, we done protested. Do? What's it going to take for people to really get it? And I think this time around, people are starting to kind of get it a little bit. When you punch a bully in the mouth, he going to leave you alone. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and yeah. Figuratively speaking. Figuratively speaking now, you know. We're not asking nobody to, to stop. Yeah. But it's the complaining about like we don't we don't need to hear the complaint. We we know, we get it that there are people out there doing that, but we don't want that to take away from the, the true cause you know and, what and, and, and what needs and, to happen. And yeah. for those that don't understand the true cause, man, people are protesting, rioting, and even looting. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, all taking advantage of yeah. what what's happening but, and but at the same time, some people are doing it because they're so angry because they we don't have a, a justice system. We have an injustice system. We don't have police reform. All right. We don't have police accountability. We, uh, you know, we see uh, racial injustice all the time, and people never really get what they need to get to really recoup and get the justice that they deserve. Right, and, and, I, and I totally and agree. And people are tired of that. And, and pe people ask me all the time, it's like, you know, hey, TJ, what do you think about, you know, the rioting and the looting and everything that's happening? And I'm like, you know, I don't condone it, but I understand yeah, why, it's, why it's happening. And so, there's nothing wrong and, with and, understanding it. Like, yeah, it's okay it's like, to say I get it. I understand You know, it. but don't complain about you it, and, I mean? and you ain't but, doing nothing but sitting there and keeping your mind closed. I do have a problem with the person that, is not doing it for the right. You for know what I mean? Because you got some people that's like, Taking advantage. I'm going to go get them James so I can have them James. Like, yes. them people? Yeah. Yes. Like, no. Yeah. You know yes. what I mean? Absolutely. I, I believe you're not allowed to say FTP because mm -hmm. you can't say that if you're out there destroying, destroying. and asking yeah. for them to come get you. Because it's, it's a difference between looting and stealing. Stealing. You destroy your own community, and what they don't realize is that when you destroy your own community, that's your community. And you got to pay for that. And idea. I like that some of the, like, if you're a black-owned business, you know, put your sign up there. Like, I think, like, there should be a rule. You know what I mean? Like, there should be some rules in place if that's what we're going to do. We're going to say, okay, if y'all going to be out there, you know, looting and tearing up, at least yeah. be sure that it's not a black-owned business. Because at the end of the day, black-owned businesses have the hardest time Yes. Even getting their business, no matter how successful they mm -hmm. are, they still don't walk the same walk as white-owned businesses walk. It's they white-owned businesses slide. We damn near have to crawl again because I'm thinking about my dad when he started his business. Like he had to go through hell and high water to to just get a signature to even get started. You know what I mean? You talking about somebody that's got contracts and he 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 you know sweating bullets because. Somebody just won't sign the damn paper. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I think we need to be, you know, cautious of that to make sure that we aren't, like, going to be making it 
you know, even harder for black businesses to recover from this. Right. That's and a great point, Morgan. Very great point. And I agree with 100%. Now, Jose, my man. All right. We're going to get into the nitty the gritty because you've, you've actually been on the side of law enforcement, um, you know, for some time. And um, and my question to you is, you know, what what motivated you to become a correctional law enforcement officer? Well, I'll, I'll keep it 100 with you. I looked at the credentials and I said, you're going to pay me that much to do that. I could do that to pay the bills. It's, it's what I thought was a good career mm -hmm. until I got there. Which leads me to my next question. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question. Speak on. <laughs> what was it like being well, correction I, officer? I'll start from the academy. Okay. And I won't, you know, I, I just think that what they're teaching in those classrooms is not what you get when you get to the job. Mm. I feel like these instructors need to keep it real with them and stop telling them, selling them stories, uh, selling them dreams and delivering nightmares because they tell them that they're going to do this, a professional, we're a family, and they do all, they say all these stories, and it's not really like that when you get there. So like with me, when I started, I started at the Department of Corrections, which is the state prison, and um, a lot of people don't see what happens behind those walls, man. I mean, you hear stories, you watch documentaries, or seeing that stuff is different, man. When you see, you know, the racism, and, 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 and it's just, it's not even just racism, it's, and that's why I start with the academy, because from the academy, they, they, they teach you it's a us versus them mentality. mentality. So they don't ever tell you, yo, these guys in the blue suits, they're human beings. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't, I, I don't feel like they teach that. Right. Because a lot of people go into work and, oh, I gotta deal with this, these pieces of shit today. Right. my French. Yeah. I've heard that so many times in a shift change. Right. I gotta deal with these POSs. Like, bro, like. So it's like that. Just come to work it's and do what time. you gotta do, man. And you don't have to, you know, they're men just like you, bro. Like, you could have made a mistake. Yeah. And been in jail for four. But it makes sense because it sets the tone dumb. for when sure. you when they are out there. So they are already in the mind frame of. They don't care about you me. You a piece of shit. But yep. that's what I'm saying. Like, treat everyone like a human being. Like, if you a criminal and you did something, I ain't got nothing to do with me, man. I'm paid to keep you behind that door, keep you fed, and keep you safe. I'm not here to do nothing but that. Now, if you warrant me going in there for some reason, that's different. Right. But we ain't just going to come and, 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 and beat people. and I'm not doing that, you know, for, for no reason. I'm not just going to beat somebody for no reason. I'm not going to beat nobody. Now, right. I've had to wear... You know, I've had to shoot the fair one with, with, with people. Mm -hmm. And then the next day, it's just like a fight on the schoolyard back in the day. Hey, man, wow. I'm bad. I was having a bad day. Right. Hey, man, it's cool, man. It's just my job. It's business, dude. So, so what, what, what are some of the things that, that you hear when a person has gotten arrested, they're dropping them off at the jail? Um, what are some of the things that you're hearing from law enforcement officers as they're dropping them off? Well, I, I didn't work intake, so I don't, okay. I mean, I, I, I was there, but it's not really like, a, you don't really hear like, you know, it's, hey man, this guy, he's got this, and it's, it's really like a pass on. It's not really like, you don't really see like, um, hey, this, this guy's being whatever, like there's no name call or anything like that, but um, it's really just a pass on. I, I haven't really seen nothing 
like when I, I worked for the Summer County Sheriff, I never really saw anything uh, foul okay. like, like that per se. But at the state, I did see a lot of ugly things, and that's kind of what turned me off to, you know, all this. What what, what were some of the other things you saw? I I worked at uh, Lake Lake CI, which is uh, it's one of I think three psych prisons in the state of Florida, and I witnessed one time a lieutenant. I didn't witness that. I was called to hold the camera for a use of force because that's how they do it at the state. If they use force, somebody has to film it so you can see that nobody was beaten. So what they did was five officers jumped on one, we used to call them bugs because it was a site camp and these, you know. So we, he jumped, they jumped on one guy and beat him till he was bleeding out of his face. And he was handcuffed. Mm. He was handcuffed. And the lieutenant who was the- Wait a minute, so if I understand you correctly- Yeah, you heard it right. They filmed. No, no, they ain't filming. They, they filmed him being handcuffed no, and beat. No, 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 see that's how they play it. So, so we gonna beat you. And then he's going to come film it after we cuff you and do all that. That's what I saw. I'm only telling you what I saw. No. Oh. And, then, and then he wanted me to film it, and I refused. I said, I ain't doing that. And he yeah, told me. If I'm going to film something, let's film the whole thing. Well, I didn't see what happened, so I just saw the aftermath. Okay. And I'm not with that. And I already knew we used to call them the Cowboys. I already knew what y'all was doing. And I'm not a part of that. Yeah. So, and I'm not going to be a part of that, so I'm not filming anything. So he was Well, gonna, brother, let me ask you a question. Did you ever tell anybody else? Because that's the problem. That's a, that's another reason why people are that. protesting. Because you know you see this, and we see you a good brother. You one of the good ones. But did you ever it say to anyone though. else ain't what's going on? He's about to tell you. About to tell how you. do you how do you tell how do you tell somebody? Hey man, hey Cap. Hey Cap, beat me. Hey Cap, beat me. You threw me down. And then guess what? They're gonna start treating him different. They're gonna start treating you different. I mean, that didn't happen to me. But I mean, I, I know who's who. Yeah. Right. So I who do you run to? I you gotta it. pay bills and you gotta yeah. feed your kids. Who do you tell? There, there is nobody for them to tell. So that's to. why we that's why they out here rallying for police reform. So that way when a brother like this come forth and say, hey, this is wrong. And 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 and, and the gentleman that just got murdered mm -hmm. and how do you not hold each other accountable? How exactly. do you not say, hey, we we, we We already got him. You we cuffed. You cuffed. You cuffed. cuffed. Good. It's over. It's for you. Yeah, he, he, you know, listen. No, he got he to gotta, he gotta learn a lesson. He got to learn. Hey, well, don't, no. don't, 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 don't tell me how to do my job and da-da-da-da. You've seen it. If you cuff him, You've seen it. the fight is over. If, even, if you, mm -hmm. even if that man, which he didn't, even if that man gave you a two-piece and a biscuit, yeah. after you cuff him, it's over. That's it. It's over. There's no knee on the back of the neck. There's no none of that. You put him in the car. If you watch the video... Somebody even told him, hey, man, get in the car. He was like, I will. Bro, if you hear that, hey, man, let's get him up. Put him in the car. If he kick and scream, he kick and scream in the car. That's not your property anyways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put him in the car. So, yeah. and that's why, you know, for those that are like, oh, I don't understand what it's about. Listen, it's about these type of things. It's about police accountability. And I, I, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that accountability, like, it only goes so far because who, who do you tell, man? Yeah, who do you because tell? Because then if you if you go to tell him, hey, hey, sorry, man, come on, I can't do this, then you're going to be labeled. Mm -hmm. Unless you have you someone that, unless you, there's a sergeant or something in place that you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah but even it's that, because so, sometimes. Because like, even they can't. I have friends that are high ranking, mm -hmm. and 
even they tell me, like, hey, man, just, just, just stay yeah, away from they me know. because you know how it is. They know behind they it. They know. So that, that's why there's a need for reform, maybe a solution for something like that if I we had, like, an independent. I think it's happening, man. I, I think it's happening. I hope so. Because and I ain't never seen no cops buying popsicles for the whole hood. I saw that today. Mm-hmm. Or marching. Yeah. I, I never seen that Holding signs. So it takes... It takes all this rioting and all this crazy stuff to happen for you to start buying popsicles and playing basketball with people in the hood. That's yeah. what it takes. I mean, granted, there's people that do it already. Already. But now you film it. Hey, 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 yeah, but, sure. but, but you know what? We don't need photo ops. We need results. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's the thing that brings me to, you know, my next question, um, which is, are you still in? No, man, I'm not. I'm glad I'm not. So tell us what happened. Like, why are you no longer... <laughs> well, with corrections. I'm actually happy that everything that happened to me happened because mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't be sitting here in front of you if it, if it didn't happen. Mm. Because, like I said earlier, it starts from the academy, bro. And, and when you get to that, to that agency or wherever you work, if you're not careful, ego, remember I told you earlier, ego yes. consumes you. And it doesn't only consume you. Some cops doesn't they don't get consumed with I gotta beat you up, hey, you know, I'm the cop and you know, it's criminals. It's not that. Sometimes you take that ego and you take it home mm. and you hurt the ones you love. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like all these things you teach in the academies, yo, you gotta tell these these kids, hey man, you got a wife, you gotta be careful. You got kids, you gotta be careful, man, because this 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 will consume you. These guys how many how many cops kill themselves a year because of stress? Yeah, I've heard it. I've heard it. heard it. You know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Like some of these guys, it's, it's, they're not they're not good up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and and then it goes to training too. You know how many times a year they they train to shoot? I bet you I bet a you lot. can't get no. No, I know because my kids' father is a, a, a police officer. That's it. Once a year. And, yeah. they, and they have to. I, I've been, they have to qualify. I've been through the, I've been through the academy. Yeah. I know what it's like. A 19-year-old kid, you gonna teach him how to shoot a gun once a year? Once a year, that's it. To, they uh, got to They got to qualify. They have to qualify once a year. Once a year, and half of them can't even shoot. Nope. And yeah, I said it. Half of y'all can't even shoot. And they barely, and they barely make it because sometimes they got to take it. They got to take the course twice because they didn't qualify the first time. So the next time you do it, well, you you out. Everybody thinks cops can shoot. Nah, nah. Not all of them qualify. So, so what happened? Like, okay, what so what? Tell me the story with that. What happened? So. I had a prior incident with the Seminole County Sheriff, which I was in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. And we can say that for another show. Okay. But I was in the wrong, and I was cleared of it. But once I was called to go back to work, it was like Halloween time. And um, I was outside watching my, uh, it was actually Halloween day. I was watching my wife's car, mm -hmm. and it was like 6 o'clock in the evening. And a black SUV pulls up to my house with hoodies. And mask on, four individuals. So, what do you think that is? First, first glance, what do you? Does that scare you or not? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. In your neighborhood, somebody just pulls up in a black SUV, hoodies and mask on Halloween day at six o'clock at night. Yeah. Hey. What do you think? And my little girls behind me. What are you gonna think? You, yeah. You, you gonna think you need to defend yourself? <laughs> That's how people get shot, man. Yeah. That's how people get shot. You know what I'm saying? So, my wife was pregnant at the time with my youngest daughter. Mm -hmm. I went and told her, you know, what happened. She kind of got scared, but I think it was because she was pregnant or whatever, mm -hmm. but whatever. So I went out, and I said, I'm going to go take a ride around the neighborhood because it's my neighborhood. Yeah. My kids live here, mm -hmm. and I don't care what anybody says. 
My kids live here. I'm going to go check it out. So I went around the neighborhood. In hindsight, I probably should have just stayed home. But still, it happened. So I went around the corner, and it was a, a female with her kids and her husband. And she right away appro approached my vehicle and was like, hey, it was a joke. I'm, and I said, ma'am. And we got into a little verbal. Right, because, you I know, said, that's not funny. you don't live here. I don't know you. You don't know me. What if I would have shot at you? Right. You know? And I didn't have a pistol at the time, so I couldn't take anything to protect myself. So I had a shotgun. And I put it, I wedged it in between the seats of my truck to where you can't see it. Mm -hmm. The only way you can see it is if you got your head in my, my car. car. Right. Which she did. Okay. So she sees the gun, and she calls me. She says, N-word, what you going to do with that? And being in the position I was, yeah. I said, I'm going to leave. Because her husband was puffing his chest and doing right. all that. So I said, let me get out of here. So I leave. Mm -hmm. She calls the police mm -hmm. and says that I pointed an assault rifle at her. And nobody saw that but her. And you know what's funny about, about the story that you're telling mm -hmm. is... Uh, hold on, hold on. I just hold on, wait. Don't, I got to say this, because it's important. Don't I want to say this. Is that when you, uh, when, you when you first went around there, it's, sir... It was a joke. We didn't mean it. And when she saw you had a gun, then you was a nigga. Well, she was she was Spanish, so it don't matter. I it know. doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm just was, saying. But she was like, "What you gonna do with that?" Right. I'm like, "Come on, man." But I'm just saying. But saw, you see how that that yeah. shift changed in the, shift the changed. in the conversation because either way it goes, it's like it got aggressive. It, you know what it I mean? It got aggressive. So that's when I saw that. I said, "Let me get out of here because I'll probably get in more trouble." So she called the cops. Cops came and. One of the cops that I knew was one of the guys that came on the scene. He calls me up. I go talk to him. I tell him the same exact story. I just told you guys. Mm -hmm. And he said, don't worry about it. We'll take care. Okay, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean for all this to happen. All that. The next day, the same police department came to my house and put me in handcuffs and told me that I'm under arrest for assault with a deadly weapon. Now, I'm in front of my house in handcuffs, embarrassed. And they had to go around the corner and they, they asked my neighbor, which lived in the house in front of where the incident happened, and she coincided with my story. Mind you, I didn't know her at the time. I knew who she was, but I never talked right. to this lady. So long story short, the beloved sheriff of Seminole County told me it's in his best interest that I be terminated because He's going to look bad to the citizens of Seminole County. If now, he that same it. guy, mm -hmm. I have yet to see him on TV in his community. But that's just what I'm doing. I don't know what he's doing, but I have yet to see him on TV talking to his community. I see his deputies, but I never see him. So, so do you feel that you were used as a political Hell scapegoat? Yeah. Hell yeah. Why? Because too many important people were involved in that little incident by itself. Mm-hmm that were higher up, that could have got hung, and they got me because I'm just, I'm replaceable. Right. I'm just a deputy. I'm at the bottom. Right. I'm replaceable. And all of y'all are, 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 are replaceable. Mm -hmm. So all y'all doing all this Superman stuff on the street, once you do something wrong, you out of there. They you don't care there. about you, bro. These people don't care about you. So it's like they, it's almost like they're walking on eggshells as well. You're they under the careful. microscope all the time. Yeah. Wow. That, that's, and... And I, I can I can definitely understand why you're saying you know you're glad you're not there because you know you think how, how to be a cop right now? probably absolutely man, not. I know a lot of cops and I'm, I fear for them man because yeah they're, they're they get guys caught, like me they get caught up in the rap. I don't hang out with them fools. 
I hang out with guys like me, and they're out there, you know, for $40,000 a year or so, risking their lives. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're, they're guys like me and you. And they're getting bad reps for the ones that are for bad, bad for the bad apples, for the, apples. the cops that are not good, that are racist and blatantly racist. And, and that's why, and, and a lot of the public, we understand that, you know, and, and I'm sure you understand that a lot of people that are out here rallying, they not anti-police, they no. anti-racism, they anti-police yes. brutality. That's why I said, you know, it's, it's violence with a cause. Yes. So if you're going to be violent, do it for that. Yeah. Right. So, and, and that's why we need police reform for people just like you. You see what I'm saying? I mean, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm free of all that. I don't broke the chain. So I, I, I went through a lot with getting let go from there. Right. Mm -hmm. But now that I look back, man, that's the best thing that ever happened to me, my family. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my, to my wife. Um, hey Bonnie. Hey. <laughs> but um, it's the best thing that ever happened to me, man. I will never yeah. go back to that, man. Man, I, and, and and before we go to commercial break, before we bring our, our next guest, uh, I just want to ask: Do you feel that the police and justice system needs to be reformed? Yeah, man. I think not only reform, but I think, like I said earlier, yo, get your man, dude. Hold each other. Hold accountable. each other accountable. Y'all on the same team, dude. Hold each other. If your boy is messing up, yeah. hey, my man. Nah, we ain't doing that. Because he's gonna listen to your fellow officer before he's listening to you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man, we ain't doing but, that. But too often times, you know, from you know, from observation and, and from my own personal experience, they get somebody like you get called into backup, and unfortunately, you get drug in to his mess. That's true. But but then again, a lot of these guys they don't pay attention. If if, if so and so, hey, I'm getting a call from so and so. Hey, T, they go go with me, man, because I don't, I don't trust these guys. It happens. Wow. Within the cops. Hey, hey you go right with wow. me, bro, because you know how he is. I don't hear stories about this dude. I ain't trying to get caught up in there. So use use your, your peers, man, because you if you're out there with, with a zone partner and that's your boy, and y'all out there with a third who, who's always messing up, yo, stick with your people, man. Don't go over there by yourself because you know this fool is going to act up. Yeah, that's good advice right and there, man. And I know we're going to hold yourself, break. Hold yourself, Get your man. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need. We need police accountability, man. You but you know? know what? I just had someone... Kind of make a, a good point and say you can't confirm, you can't con you can't reform something that wasn't meant to save you anyway. Because if you think about it, police yeah. was started as the KKK to make yeah. sure that slaves. So it police wasn't even established for that purpose. We, but you know, it has of course, you know, over time, you know, become something different. But I think that's probably why the good cops are not the majority because it wasn't even and established. And a lot of the good cops they, try to stay away because you know, they got to feed people, man. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's, and that's wanna, the hard part you know, about they it. Have to, they they have to that turn that blind eye because they know. They got to feed people, man. What if you got to feed kids? Yeah. Absolutely. You got it. Sometimes you got it, man. And that's the nasty part of it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so right before we go to break, I just want to say this last thing. Uh, some of the ones that are speaking up and speaking out about it tends to get retaliated on by, oh, well, we had to fire this officer because of policy violations. You know, it went, it's not that you rat it, but things that you've done that normally they would have said, uh, you know, uh, you, you fine, whatever. Now they can uh, enforce and that bylaw. Lastly, I think that all of this that's going on is lack of training. Like I said, it's a lack of most training. Most countries have more than 11 weeks. They have more than 11 weeks. Giving a 19-year-old after a few weeks a badge and a gun, and you expect a 19-year-old dude not to have some 
testosterone. Right, some ego. Especially if it's somebody that was bullied back in the day or some and shit. And it's a lot of those. It's a lot Absol of them. Absolutely. It's more than you think. It's oh, yeah. a lot of them. We call oh. them new cops. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because they come in there and they... There it is. Hey, bro, don't Superman this because big, big, big. here hurt. Big swollen, big swollen in the chest. So uh, coming at the bottom of the hour, man, um, we have we have our <laughs> we have we have our we have our next guest, and um, and he's actually going to be answering a lot of questions that we want to know the answers to, and I can't wait. Me so neither. so make sure you go grab your glass of wine, your cognac, whatever's going to make you feel right, and um, like we always say, keep it locked. The best is yet to come. Let's go.
What's happening, family? We back, man. Oh, and, right. Oh no, we uh, no, we right, we right, we we doing that one right there. Okay. So, um, so we're back, and you know, we're just uh, discussing a lot of the the different um, discussions that we've been having. You know, mainly focused on social injustice, mm -hmm. and we just heard from a former uh, law enforcement uh, correctional officer some of the things that he's seen, some of the things that he's heard and had to go through, and was you know politically used as you know a scapegoat based on his time in the force. Now, joining me tonight is a very great friend of mine. Um, he's also is still active and has a firsthand knowledge of what's going on behind the scenes, per se. And I uh, just want to welcome every, you know, welcome my good friend, Chris Morrison, attorney at law. And um, thanks for joining us. And we're, we're going to actually dive right into it because uh, one of my co-hosts, uh, who's sitting in the funny chair right now, has a question that he's been dying to ask and wanted to know the answer to. Absolutely, man. So um, at some point in anyone's life, you may get pulled over in a simple routine traffic stop. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that people need uh, information on, because we just simply don't know, is what are our rights in a routine traffic stop? And how, what should we do in that traffic stop? What should you do and what are your rights are two different things. Mm -hmm. Okay. We'll start with what are our rights. Yeah, what are your rights? Um, if it's a non-criminal yes. uh, traffic stop, um, you're not required to provide any evidence against yourself. Mm -hmm. um, you are required to give basic information such as your name, your insurance information, that sort of stuff. Um, you are required to do so, though, because you're, you're being detained at that point. You're not being charged. You're not being arrested. But you're required to do that. So giving them the basic information is, is the bare minimum of what you are required to do. Now rolling up your window and saying, I'm not going to talk to you until your sergeant arrives, is probably not a good thing to do. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, for example, uh, after, after I've given that basic information, if I, if I say, hey, you know, I've given, you know, my license, my registration, um, I told you my name. I don't wish to have any further comments. Am I allowed to do something like that? Do something like what? Say I, I don't care to have any more discussion? Yes. Yeah, after I've satisfied the minimum requirements. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, but you are required to remain there until you're released from the detention. Okay, understandable. All right. Um, if it's a non-criminal traffic stop, if I just got uh, you know, uh, stopped because my lights were out or my taillights uh, out or what, whatever have you, I have a bad taillight or something like that, if I was speeding under, what, 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, and they say, hey, let me search your car, do I have to allow them to search my car? Absolutely not. Uh, you can tell them you choose not to allow them to search the car. Just like that. Just, just really like that. that. It's really that simple. It, they have to have probable cause in order to initiate a search without your consent, and that is seeing the bloody knife on the seat next to you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're going to search the car. Roaching the, the ashtray, yeah. yeah exactly. We're going to search the car. You have to have the probable cause in order to search without consent. Absolutely. Okay. Is that like, so when you say probable cause, that's not necessarily like just their own judgment. No, speculation is not probable cause. <laughs> where, do you, where do you draw the line? Right. It's, that's the question. Yeah. yeah. I said the bloody knife on the seat. Right, that's the, that's the obvious, or you let the window down and he, all right, no, gonna, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just the, I don't like the fact that you don't want to talk to me, so I'm going to search your car. Because you got something to hide. I and, feel and, like you hiding something. Or in a situation so like, my, oh, you don't want to let me search. Well, I'm going to get the dog. Okay. And, and then the dog falsely alerts, 
You told me the dog alerted in the front of the car. You searched the front of the car. You don't find anything, and now you need to search my trunk. I don't drive a Ferrari, sir. Well, if the dog alerts, maybe there is probable cause at that point because they don't need to go get a warrant. So, you know. So it can definitely be something. The slippery slope is the question that you're asking, where do you draw the line? Are there any other things that a citizen should know, you know, besides searching when to – when do they have the right to decline uh, a search or, and also, uh, you know, uh, what's required of them as far as minimal requirements and things of that nature? Well, yeah, legally you're required to stay there while you're being detained and you're required to give the basic information. Uh-huh. What, what you ought to know, which is the law, is do what your mother told you to do. Be polite. Okay. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And I guarantee it'll get done a lot quicker and without a lot more trouble than if you're given an attitude. And if you don't have nothing to hide. Search. Mm-mm. So you can look, so they can look like idiots. Mm-mm. So that's what I'll do. What if they put? What if they put drugs in your car? I mean, I mean, that's a risk either way. That, that that's risk either way. So, 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 so the next question that, you know, that comes to mind that a lot of people is asking is, um, you know, do do you feel that you know some officers abuse their power and try to take advantage of people who may not know the law? I would say in all professions, you know, when you're dealing with somebody who isn't adept at the profession that you practice, you might try to get one over on them. Mm. So I'm not going to suggest that they haven't overstepped their boundaries. Law enforcement hasn't overstepped their boundaries. Uh, but it, uh, something that, that um, we were talking about earlier when I was in the green room, I think, and I haven't looked up these statistics yet, I did a whole bunch of statistics searches for y'all that might, you might find interesting, but I believe right now your, your first year law enforcement officer has a college degree. The, the vast majority of them do. So, you yeah, know, you yes might think no. differently. Yes and no. But, but I mean, that, even, I even guys with degrees, they still don't know what they're doing. Clearly, clearly. But that is yeah. one more step closer to the profession of policing or law enforcement. Right. Okay, perfect. Now, um, with, with everything that's, you know, surrounding the most uh, recent, you know, tragedy, uh, you know, killings of, you know, unarmed, you know, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, and sadly, you know, George Floyd, um, as an attorney, do you feel that the police uh, police reform is needed, and why? Well, let's break those three down. Okay. Uh, the first one, and, and she was the young lady who was asleep in bed. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just, there's no way of looking at it, a huge mistake, a horrible tragedy. And police reform, um, let me ask you, what do you think the police could have done differently? They executed the war in the wrong house. They made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And somehow there was there were shots fired by law enforcement, and that started all the gunplay. That that is a horrible, horrible tragedy. Police reform, maybe some additional training, but that's unfortunately one of those things that happened. Because wasn't it what time was, what time was it when they went over there? When they like I believe it was the middle of the middle, middle in the, the middle night. of the while night. While people sleep. So why wouldn't I be startled if you didn't kick my totally. damn door in? Totally. I'm shooting. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know that she's the one who fired. Well, if you bring it in my house, that's right? The but I'm but in regardless, With it's no like saying, hey, did nobody have that conversation, so-and-so? y'all? It's in the middle of the night, so there may be, you know what I mean? Like, so do you get that? Do you get that 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 right to go ahead and do a no knock, no say, hey, Yankee Doodle, how to do? I'm such and so and so. Open the goddamn door, whatever the, you want to do. Is that how they teach it in the academy? I is that's what it goes back to training, man. And so weren't they God allowed them to do it? And I believe they went to the wrong house. I, as I said, I, it's a it's a horrible, horrible, horrible tragedy. There's no way to, to, to even 
second guess that, mm-hmm. with respect to the gentleman up in Atlanta, up in uh, Georgia, that wasn't law enforcement. That was a couple of rednecks who decided they were going to do their own policing out there. So, criminal justice reform. Right now, criminal justice system's being busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's prosecuting I'm those guys, mm-hmm. assuming they committed the crime. It sure looks like they did some stupid stuff, right. if not criminal stuff. Now, obviously, the, the one that brought us here. Right. Uh, again, I think training would be a significant help under those circumstances. What, what I understand from all my law enforcement buddies and same place we're all looking on the Internet and doing yeah. research, yeah. Um, once they get them in handcuffs, once they get them restrained, then it's, over. it's, it's, over. it's not over, but it's to get them off their stomachs. It's the escalator. Yeah, the escalator is the key. If he's fighting, side. put him in the car. You, the car's not yours anyway. So, again, it was, it was a horrible, horrible lack of judgment, mistake. If you want to say that, that the gentleman woke up, the law enforcement officer woke up in the morning and said, you know what, I'm going to go out and I'm going to kill somebody today, then you're sorely mistaken. I'd have right. a tough time under any circumstances believing that's what his intentions were. But I also think that uh, Officer Chow or whatever his name is, you're standing there watching that. And the man, that he, he said it 16 times. But you know what he said? If he can talk, he can breathe. I understand that, but it's four that was, y'all I'm saying, but that was his response. I get He's it. He's talking so he can breathe. Yeah, for a little bit. What kind of just, shit is that? Let me ask you this. As a, as a former CO... How often did your uh, did the inmates say I can't breathe? All the time. Exactly. Well, that's something that they deal with quite often in law enforcement. And that's I, something that that the people deal with. They say I can't breathe. I can't. I'm having a heart attack. I'm having whatever. But it's just it goes back to training and common sense. He can't breathe. Maybe he can. Position. He screwed up. Though. Let me let me pull him on right. the side. No question. If he can't breathe. He's already up. handcuffed. And he's being prosecuted. And it's for you. Yeah. And he's being prosecuted. Wh- which, 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 bring, which, which brings me, up. which actually brings me to the next question about being prosecuted. Um, you know, we know that the former, uh, you know, officer has um, has now been charged with third degree murder and second degree uh, manslaughter, in which most people feel that the charges should be higher, as high as you know, first degree murder. You know, based on the manner of how George Floyd was killed, explain to us the the, the process that takes place when deciding what to charge someone with? Well, what a prosecutor wants to do is prove the case that the prosecutor can prove, that, that he or she can get a conviction on. Now, just a few minutes ago, I said, you don't think that officer woke up in the morning and said, I'm going to find somebody and kill him. And I saw a lot of people nodding their heads in this room. And that's first-degree murder, premeditated. I'm intending to kill this person. I'm intending to cause great bodily harm to this person. Again, he messed up. He's not a cop anymore, he's being prosecuted, but he didn't set out that day to say, I'm going to kill somebody. He didn't set out when he when he first had the interface with the gentleman, I'm going to kill this guy. He messed up. He messed up hugely. He's, he's messed, he up, messed up. He's messed up quite a few times. 17, yeah. times. 17 times to be exact. And then those, well, didn't, he know, didn't he know George Floyd? Yeah. There, there, there was evidence that the two of them had crossed paths a few times before, which also might mean that he knows that he's going to be violent. That the that's gentleman true. that he's, that he's taking into custody he, he might know him can be violent. Because I think so, somebody was so saying they did security together. That's all speculation. Well, it, I think it's speculation that he's been charged. Uh, he's had 17 different incidents. I, I saw know. that on the News York Times. That's yeah, I'm just going on. Yeah. a lot of things in the news. I'm and, just going on what I saw. I could be wrong. But, yeah, we don't know. We don't know what happened. And, again, that gets to your question as well. That's why we have judges. That's why we have juries. That's why we have courts. 
And which, which actually brings me to the next question of, um, you know, before we get to the jury, is that once charges are filed, can charges be increased to a higher charge once they are filed? Yeah, they can. It, it's more difficult to do, and there's a lot of procedural issues with that. But the long and short of it is um, they may. If there's new evidence, new, new information comes to light, that would be helpful. Now, if we got uh, the law enforcement officers Facebook uh, <laughs> post that morning says, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get myself somebody. That's a different story altogether. But it, the, the short end is it's difficult, but it may be done to, to charge up. I want to give you an example of where they were overcharged, and that's a problem. Um, you know, we talked about what a prosecutor wants to do, and a prosecutor wants to be able to convict the person. Um, something we all know. There was a young lady who we all know killed her daughter mm. here in Orlando. Mm -hmm. Think somebody was overcharged there? Yeah, she was overcharged. They thought they could give her the death penalty. They thought they could convict her of first-degree murder. They didn't even find the body until during the trial. Hmm. So she was overcharged. And that is a circumstance where we could overcharge and then lose the conviction altogether. And, that, and that's the difference between overcharging and undercharging and being able to increase the charges based on whatever new light of evidence you've come across to say, hey, you know what? I think we now can get this based on what we didn't have before, so we can now increase it. Just like sometimes you get, yeah. you know, um, somebody get, what, battery, and they're in the hospital cleaning for life. You know, you're just charged with aggravated, you know, assault or whatever, and now all of a sudden that person dies from what you just did. So what, what, yeah. what, what they've done? They've increased the charges now because now they are dead. So now you got a decision to make, okay, was it murder one, two, and three? Unfortunately, Florida is one of those states, along with Minnesota and Pennsylvania, who are the only states that have three-degree murders. Any other state, it would have been second-degree murder. Easy, because that's the only thing that's left. So I, I think, like, at this point here, um, you know, as an attorney, uh, do you feel that there's a, you know, um, you know, systematic failure within the justice system um, especially towards, you know, people of color and minorities? Clearly there's a problem. The statistics don't bear it out, though, and that's what we were talking about before. Well, I'm the one that got pulled over and got searched. Um, statistics don't bear that out. And if we look at the statistics, there's, there's between 800 and a million certified law enforcement officers in the United States right now. And there's about 55 million interactions with people. And of the roughly a million uh, law enforcement officers and the 55 million interactions occurred during the year. Last year, just over a thousand people were killed in law enforcement activity. And that includes justifiable homicide. They shot at me first, I shot back. Mm -hmm. That includes true medical conditions where there was a heart attack or some other event that wasn't necessarily related to the arrest. So if we bear out the statistics, if we really did the math, that would be fewer than 0 .00002 deaths. And those deaths, again, don't account for the, the entirety of police misconduct. Right. So statistically, they don't bear out, but clearly there's something going on. Clearly there's something going on. And where do we, where do we fix it? And that's, and that's the next question. How and what can be done so that this doesn't continue to happen. Well, well, let me put that back at you. What do you think should be done so that this doesn't happen again? 
Well, it definitely starts on the local level because that's that's where most of it it always starts and putting people in you know positions that that understands what's happening instead of turning that blind eye instead of saying you know hey you know what I want to look out for myself or you know what let me just mm, I'm gonna just keep quiet because I know it's wrong but I ain't gonna say nothing. Training, just as Jose talked about, and that's what Jose hit on hard. And I, I don't think anybody would dispute that more training. But it has to be the be right training, man. All this paperback crap that they're telling these guys when they go to the academy. You got if you're gonna do this, you gotta give it to them blood raw, man. They gotta know what they're getting into. They gotta know that this might ruin your life. Some and any mistake some, might ruin your life. Some of them just tap else. out. And yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in, I'm in corporate America. When I get a new trainee. And they say, hey, TJ, we want you, we want this person to sit with you, we want you to, you know, teach them the ropes, whatever. Um, first thing I tell them, hey, you know, listen, that's just the procedure stuff in the classroom, the basics that you need to know. Let me tell you how it is when you, when you get on the phone. That's how we used to tell them. Hey, man, throw that book away, man. We don't do that. Well, let me ask you this. Talk about classroom. Do we, do we all agree that classroom teachers should be paid better? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, then do we think maybe law enforcement officers should be paid better? So that we can get a better caliber of law enforcement officer there. Yes, yes and no, but there's some cops out there that make pretty good money. Yeah, yeah there is, especially when you're doing extra shifts and those sorts of things. Well. A lot of cops that make good money, man. So, absolutely. And, and honestly, the guys that do make a lot of money are doing the, you know, the, the events like the football games yeah. and stuff like that. Those guys ain't the ones getting into that stuff. But there's cops that are making a hundred k where I work, man. Well, there, there's turnover at, at the lower level, just like any other profession, and the ones that that stick for a while, and I know the gentleman up in, the law enforcement officer up in Minnesota, that he was on for 17 years. He'd been around for, for a while, so doesn't really support my theory. But I think that the, the better ones remain for the longer. Um, the, uh, sorry, buddy. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Uh, and I also, again, it's a profession, and I think, again, statistically, I wasn't prepared to deal with that statistic. I think statistically you're going to find that more law enforcement officers are college educated every year that gets to do more. And that again there's no guarantee. But I mean but it certainly is one step in the right direction. College education doesn't I mean it's good. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that being educated in college is gonna help you that much on the street when you gotta deal with everyday day to day stuff like calculus ain't gonna teach you how to not put your knee on somebody's neck. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not to take away from what you said, but I just think that that kind of training needs to be more raw. It can't be like in a classroom setting. It has to be more, more uh, person to person type of training. It can't right. be, and it has to be more often. It can't just be once a year. Yes. Right, I, and I agree. And and, and one and one of the uh, one of the um, you know viewers are you know tuning in before we you know actually um, you know close it out for tonight. Uh, they just want to know um, you know what do you think needs to be done at this point? You know now that it's gotten to this level. And this magnitude, what do you think needs to be done at this point? Well, besides you, training. Yeah, what I don't, what I think doesn't need to be done, and that is violence. And, and again, while I was in the green room, I heard you guys talking about the violence and almost condoning the violence. That's not going to help. But that's my personal opinion. We don't condone it, but at this point, when we've tried everything peaceful we and haven't. really haven't gotten the results that we're looking for, then it, it's like, okay, what else we give up. Well, what's it going to take? That's why I think yeah. it's necessary. Do, do you believe, though, that the violence, now that the media is all following the violence, following the looting, do you
believe that we kind of missed the point as to why people. No. That is a danger. I think the that looters are missing the point. The looters may miss the point, but nobody, you cannot tell me there's anybody on this goddamn earth that does not get the point. Like we, like. I don't condone violence. I don't condone stealing and all that stuff like that. But I get the point. Like, if you done been slapped so many times, that at some point, fuck that. Fuck that. Like, I need I need something to happen. Like, you know, like, unfortunately, us getting out here in these streets and marching and protesting has led to that. But at this point, I don't give a damn because we, we march every time something happens. You think about Martin Luther King was killed. What do we do? They got out there, they marched $47 million worth of damage, and then they passed something. So at this point, like, we've been marching for a long time. And pro like, all of this stuff has been like, we act like this is the first time looting has happened. Look at what happened with Rodney King's situation. So this isn't new shit, but it's like, it's 2020. Why is it 2020 and we're still having to do this shit? Well, when you talked about Dr. King, we all know Alveda King, don't we? His niece? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know what she said? No peace, no justice. She said no peace, no justice. If we don't have peace, we don't have justice. So what 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 were we doing that wasn't peaceful that led to a man being killed in the streets? And then what what have what have we I feel like we have been we have not done anything. Black people have been living their lives, but yet Still, our black people are being killed, yeah, and we're supposed to peacefully say, "Can y'all please make sure these and people if go we to jail?" Rally and loot, he wouldn't have even been prosecuted at all. Oh, and that I just don't agree with. Wow, cause we we can we can we can we can. If it wasn't for the rallies for Ahmaud Arbery, there can, was no prosecution. We can we can go on, okay. you know, with this, cause like I said, I mean, we got this, you know, little short window, and um, and and my thing at this point here is that. Um, there, there's definitely something that needs to change, and and at the end of the day, um, it, it has to it has to start somewhere. We have to find out the, the the how and what can be done at this point. Because I mean, at this point, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. So, um, so next week, I just want to leave you guys right now.